Welcome to the Daily Racing Stories 2022 French Grand Prix preview episode. Before we hit you with the full-blown details of what to expect from this race and that cool intro, let's hit you up with a Daily Racing Story here on this day. On this day in 2003, one of the more stranger scenes in Formula One history occurred at the British Grand Prix. On lap 11 of this race, down the hangar straight, an Irish Roman Catholic priest, aka the Grand Prix priest, aka Neil Horan, runs onto the track during the race wearing a kilt and waving a banner. The banner stated, read the Bible, the Bible is always right. Well, on the hangar straight with drivers going 160, Few of them ended up having to swerve to avoid uh, the Grand Prix Priest. And ultimately, the Grand Prix Priest was tackled and arrested soon after. He was ultimately charged with aggravated trespassing and sentenced to two months, two months in jail. Since then, he's also been stripped of his priest title and to this day probably remains one of the more weird incidences in Formula One. the DRS Zone Podcast. Daily racing stories. Holy mac and cheese balls. From guests who probably know more than you or think they do. No, thinking, no, no, Mike. That was so not right. Can you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Listen to stories well-known. Stories well-known. Lesser known. Lesser known. And never told. And never told. With another episode of Daily Racing Stories today. Now, here's your host, RJ. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that intro like I told you you would. Anyways, we are back here, and this is the French Grand Prix preview. So without further ado, let's get after it. Let's start off from the top here and just some more notable news from around the racing world. As per Racing News 365C, the FIA granted, or is in the process of granting, Grade 1 to Kalami's South African track, which is close to being confirmed as a 2023 F1 Grand Prix. This Grand Prix would substitute Spa, insert crying noise, but it is expected to be at least a five-year contract and F1 will return to South Africa after nearly a 30-year hiatus, which is great for the sport. A world champion actually driving around the world. Pretty cool. Oscar Piastri has been rumored to go to Williams next season, while it looks like his mentor slash manager, Mark Webber, is trying to have him explore options with other teams. We did hear that Daniel Ricciardo's future will remain with McLaren till 2023. I know what you're thinking. I can't wait to see what Daniel Ricciardo wears in Las Vegas for that race. On top of it all, we do have a race in France here coming up, obviously, after uh, what has been a one-week hiatus from Formula One. So, a little background into the French Grand Prix. The first race in France on the F1 calendar was actually in 1950. It is one of the original seven circuits, 
when it comes to Formula One. Fast facts as well. In 1906, the Grand Prix term was actually coined. Yep, in 1906, the, one of the first races actually in France, uh, the winner ended up actually winning 45,000 French francs. I said that right, kind of a tongue twister there. French francs, French francs, French fries, uh, as a result. So, pretty cool there. On top of it, Believe it or not, we have two French drivers in Formula One right now, with that being Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly. However, when it comes to actual physical location, you could argue this may not be a home race for both of these French drivers. Why is that? Both Ocon and Gasly grew up in northern France, about 400 miles away from the racing circuit, and also uh, Alpine's headquarters as well as is on the northern part of France. While we have Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, <laughs> insert accent there, uh, actually only being about 125 miles away from the circuit. We'll circle back to that later. The crazier part of this is that the French Grand Prix contract actually expires at the end of the season, so it is in jeopardy of actually losing its place. Crazy enough to think that America will get three races in the upcoming season and both France and Germany had the possibility of having zero. In terms of the actual track itself, let's get into that a little bit more. The track itself is 3.63 miles in length. I apologize, I'm too lazy to look up kilometers for our friends across the pond, such as AMG Dens, uh, who probably want me to convert that to kilometers, but anyways, kilometers, my mistake. This race circuit is 53 laps in total and includes 15 turns. Sebastian Vettel currently holds the fastest lap at this circuit when he achieved it in 2019 with his former team, Ferrari. The race circuit though, Paul Ricard, is actually named after the founder of the circuit, Paul Ricard. Who is Paul Ricard, you may ask? Well, he was a French environmentalist and entrepreneur. On top of it, he ended up making a company that is now responsible for being the second largest distributor of alcohol in the world. Uh, alcohols in particular his company does distribute include familiar names such as Absolute Vodka, Kalui, Kalui, Kalua, excuse me, Kalua, promise I'm not drinking recording this, Kalua coffee flavored liqueur, and Jameson Irish whiskey, just to name a few. On top of it, he created this track in 1969, with the first actual official F1 race being in 1971. The crazier part about the circuit is, is that there is a combination of crossroads and runoff stripes. Um, this is commonly referred to as the Maestro Chicane. May have butchered the name there. Honestly, this looks something pretty much like out of Mario Kart. If you've been on social media recently, it's just a very memeable image. It, it just looks like a zigzag from an aerial view. You kind of almost have no way of which the circuit's going based on the runoff areas. And for our, our friends that are familiar with Mario Kart, this literally looks like something out of uh, Yoshi Valley from the original Mario Kart. Uh, if you don't know what that is, throw a Google on it. The crazier part I think of the circuit though is that the winner of this circuit gets a trophy that is a giant gorilla. I don't really know what the meaning is behind it. I did throw a Google on it myself. 
uh, and came up to no answers. So if you do know, I would love to hear the story behind that. Going forward though, last year's race was pretty exciting. We had Red Bull having more success over Mercedes with Max actually passing Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen that is, passing Lewis Hamilton on lap 52 of 53 at this race last year. A quick breakdown of the race itself. Uh, we do expect higher temperatures at this race this weekend. Uh, per our uh, techie analyst here, Dr. Obbs, uh, when it comes to the actual issues with the cars, uh, it's definitely going to be hot. So teams will need to make sure that they get ample cooling to their power units. It's possible some teams may not run the power unit um, fully to try to manage the temps uh, around this track. Uh, we do have some other individuals saying that they see this race being closer to like what Spain is in terms of possible tire degradation and there being multiple uh, strategies when it comes to tire compounds. So that could make out for a definitely an interesting race here. Uh, the compounds expected for this race are the C2, C3, and C4 Pirelli compounds. Crazy enough, we have switched the size of the wheels this year uh, with new F1 regulations and with the FIA. And crazy enough, when this was originally tested, back in 2019 for the new wheels, uh, the new sizes that is. Uh, it was actually tested at the circuit, which I thought was pretty cool doing uh, some research here. Some storylines though to follow here. We did touch on the track degradation with the French heat wave. We don't know if how increased track temps are gonna impact tire strategy or degradation and will there be reliability issues. The bigger story for me going on this week is uh, Haas, Team America, we have gotten double points the last two races. Can we make it round three? That is a great question. For me, I think we can. Mick Schumacher's been on the up and up, getting driver of the week last week, which if you didn't see the interview of him actually finding out he got driver of the week, it just seems so wholesome and it was pretty cool to watch. I gotta imagine it was probably one of the highlights of that young driver's uh, hopefully promising career. On top of it though, with Haas, we were expected to see actually upgrades at this racetrack and a lot of hype around them, but it has been reported that they're not really gonna bring too many significant upgrades this weekend and are actually gonna push back those upgrades to Hungary. So we will have to see how Haas does it, but even on an off week, uh, this week possibly in France, things have looked up and there is more to look forward to in Hungary the following week. A, another great storyline possible to follow here is the world championship title fight and you did hear me mention earlier in the podcast circling back to charles so we're going to touch on that right now charles leclerc currently is a few points behind the title fight to max verstappen however he can close that gap to within one race assuming he wins this race gets the fastest lap and verstappen does get hit with a dnf if all that stuff goes into Ferrari's favor, particularly Charles, who's had more than a rush of bad luck this season, he'd be only 12 points behind Verstappen. So the title fight is definitely on, and we're only halfway through the season here, and I'm pretty excited to see where it goes. Going back to the French drivers here, again, as Charles is only born about 125 miles away, and fun fact, he does speak French too. We do have uh, overall two other French drivers participating in this race, one being Pierre Gasly, the other being Esteban Ocon. 
To me, Esteban Ocon's been having a great season so far. He's currently P8 in the driver standings. Uh, we have seen some great issues, or not great issues, great performance rather, with not as many issues more recently from Team Alpine. They currently are, uh, in my opinion, the best of the rest outside of the top three teams being Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. And they can make the argument of being better than McLaren uh, after this week. As we've seen, McLaren has had their great share of reliability issues and uh, more notably and popularized Daniel Ricciardo's struggles. Uh, this week, I do see Alpine doing well. They, they have you know some success on the main straights. Uh, Father Time has not caught up with Fernando Alonso. Granted, he is one of the only few drivers um, to have over 300 um, race starts in his career. And I'll circle back to that again here in a minute. On top of it, though, we have Pierre Gasly, who's only had three-point finishes um, through the first 11 races of the season, which is surprising when you consider last year in AlphaTauri, he had, had eight-point finishes through the first 11 races last season. So struggles for Pierre could continue, obviously, this week. Hopefully not, but um, the statistics sometimes... Uh, never lie, and hopefully he can break uh, whatever curse he has going on this season. Let's jump back, though, to predictions for this race. And you heard me say the 300 club. Well, with this race, Lewis Hamilton joins the 300 club. He is one of only a few drivers to do so, joining the likes of Jensen Button, Michael Schumacher, Rubens Barrichello, Fernando Alonso, and Kimi the Iceman Raikkonen. With all of these race car drivers here, Formula One drivers, none of them, none of them have ever won a race after they have passed 300 career races in Formula One, which is a pretty mind-blowing fact. I'm going to hit you up with some other stats here as I go into my race prediction here. I'm going to predict that Lewis Hamilton will win the 2022 French Grand Prix. Hear me out for this fact. Hamilton has had multiple podiums in his last three races, three podiums, for instance. On top of it, Hamilton and Michael Schumacher, there's been a streak going on for over 30 years where there's never been a season where either of those drivers have not won a race, which is pretty mind blowing when you think about how hard the pinnacle is in Formula One to be consistent with cars, updates, regulations, to have two drivers go that long. Hamilton, though, is currently on also his largest winless streak of his career at 12 races. However, we do know that Mercedes is expected to bring heavy upgrades, um, or at least has reported having better performance issues as of recent um, going into the French Grand Prix. So my prediction for this race I'm actually going to thank Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to throw him as our race winner. I'm also going to uh, not so boldly predict that um, Latifi will not necessarily finish last at the race, but may get caught up um, with another car, Lance Stroll, and possibly even drive the wrong way on the chicanes. So <laughs> all jokes aside, though, I do like Mercedes going strong this weekend. If it's not Lewis, I actually see Charles. Um... Charles last week, believe it or not, had his first race win where he didn't actually start the race from pole position, um, which was pretty cool, obviously, to see. 
uh, from last week. On top of it too, I think going forward uh, this season, we may actually see um, one race with no drivers actually DNFing because of a crash or reliability issues. Call me crazy for saying that. Obviously with the higher temps, um, the risk of overheating is very high, but Formula One this season's been really surprising. And I think the biggest surprise here is maybe there are no reliability issues for any car. So I'm actually gonna predict that as well. Uh, besides that, that is all I got for you here, honestly, on the DRS Zone Daily Racing Stories. Hope you enjoyed the episode. A nice too long, didn't read version, spark notes of what to expect coming up at the 2022 French Grand Prix. Be sure to give us a follow on all forms of social media, Twitter, um, Instagram, and the YouTube channel at underscore the DRS zone. Always looking forward to connecting. Uh, any stories you wish sharing or anything like that, feel free to interact with us. Take care, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of the week, and we will see you on Sunday for race day.